Your attention, please. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Salagadula, metricabula, Hey, what is up, guys, and welcome to the Disney Addicted Podcast. As always, I am Brian, and this is Season 2, Episode 1. I hope you guys have had a great summer filled with a bunch of family and Disney, and you're truly enjoying yourselves. In this episode, we are going to take a closer look at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is a resort my family stayed at this summer. I hope you enjoy it. It's a trap! Before we get going, I just wanted to take, in a, take a second to apologize for the audio. I actually recorded this while driving. I wanted to get it down as soon as possible so I, you could have the most genuine expression of my feelings about how our stay went. So from now on, they shouldn't be like this. They should have the normal mic, the normal setup. But just for this one, I felt it was appropriate. Hope you enjoy it. I want you to take a second to imagine that you're sitting on the back balcony of your hotel. The sun is rising, you hear the birds chirping, and in front of you is a group of wildebeests eating some grass. It's so tranquil and it's so serene, and that is what you're in for if you go to Animal Kingdom Lodge at the Walt Disney World Resort. Without giving away my opinion of it too much, this is an incredible experience. It was the highlight of our trip the resort that we were staying at and with how much we love the parks that's saying a lot i have to say right from check-in right to check out it was a great experience i mean let's just start with check-in we had checked in online so that made it smooth they promptly upgraded us to a refurbished room with a savannah view so we couldn't have been happier and it was just a pleasant experience of my daughter getting stickers and enjoying, all of us enjoyed checking in and talking to the cast member. You know, I enjoy talking to cast members when we first get to the hotel. I know with this complete online check-in, you're kind of missing some of that. Like we could have gone just right to our room and we could have been upgraded, who knows? But you wouldn't have had that interaction. And I really hope that Disney doesn't totally get rid of that interaction with that frontline cast member because sometimes it's the highlight of our interaction with cast members for our trip. So we did make our way to our room. Now the room, the, especially the refurbished rooms at Animal Kingdom Lodge are incredible. They have little touches of Lion King. They are much more modern. They use kind of dark woods with a lighter hardwood floor. And they've done an excellent job of putting the touches of Lion King in there without overwhelming you and making you feel like you're in an overly themed room. Gone are the outdated carpets, the banged up furniture, and the outdated tile in the shower. There's a complete glass shower with modern tile work. And the touches of Lion King, I'm trying to think of a way to describe them. I would say... Hanging on the wall, there's this large African-looking stone, and it has the etchings on the cave wall that Rafiki put up describing Simba's journey. I wanted to take that down and bring that right home. It was incredible. The other kind of touch was us. Uh, 
was Timon, Pumbaa, and Simba, and it said Akuna Matata, and it was kind of like a lithograph from the movie. That looked great. Along with a sunset behind the coffee maker that had that rich reds and oranges with their black banyan tree. This room was awesome and it was worth every penny we spent. I would say before these rooms were refurbished, it was getting to the point where I would tell you Animal Kingdom Lodge was not worth the amount you spent. We had a couple problems with housekeeping there with my daughter finding a bra that was just left in the room, not from us before, but this time they seem to be on point. There was one issue that came up with housekeeping where the woman acted very annoyed that we didn't leave our room in the middle of the day so that she could clean it and she had to come back, but that's a small detail. I do have to say they did a great job of setting up my daughter. My daughter loves stuffed animals. She travels with a whole gaggle of them, a whole stampede, and they would set them up and put them on her bed and you know one time it looked like Forky was giving a speech to the rest of her stuffed animal she has a stuffed you know plush Forky and that was awesome to come back to the room for every time and she just looks forward to it what are they going to do with my stuffed animals this time so I have to give housekeeping a thumbs up as well so I mean we've gone over kind of the check-in what the room looked like our housekeeping now we get to my favorite part of the resort and that's the food and everything from the quick service, the Mara, to the buffet, which is Boma, to Jico, which is they're kind of more expensive sit down. More to come about Jico. Maybe not the raving review you'd think of, kind of given that hotel's reputation. So I would start with the Mara. Like I said, this is their food court, quick service area. It is right next to the pool, so it's kind of a place you can go get pizza and stuff when you're sitting at the pool. But what I do love about the Mara is they have a lot of African-inspired cuisine. From an African stew that you get on a bed of rice, to they have an African bounty platter for breakfast, which has your normal eggs and Mickey waffle, but it also comes with pap and chocolate, which is kind of grits and a stewed tomato. And they always add kind of these small African touches to the food, which just make it that much better. You do get what you're expecting. You get that quick service Disney food, but it's just up a tick. You know, just a little bit better than what you'd expect, which is always great. And they have the grab and go areas, an awesome bakery area. And my daughter's favorite was a slushy jungle juice. It's the mango, orange, and pineapple juice. Also, before it was known as Pog Juice at Ohana. But they have a slushy version there that she raved about and so did my wife. So I would definitely recommend the Mara most for breakfast, but it does have some great dinner options as well, especially if you're trying to eat healthy. They had some awesome salads, like a Cobb salad that they call their Mara salad was very good, along with that African stew I mentioned before. And then that brings us all the way up to Boma, which is their buffet. I recommend Boma for breakfast every single time you're gonna have breakfast in Disney World. It is our favorite restaurant. It's, we've gone there enough where we made friends with a couple of the servers. Uh, there's excellent people that work there, excellent food. And kind of the same reason we love the Mara, we love Boma. It's kind of your normal food you think of for breakfast or dinner but it has these African spices you cannot find anywhere else. I will tell you for breakfast, they have a babodi, which is this egg custard dish, which is incredible with grilled asparagus. They have for breakfast, a carving station with corned beef with a nice glaze on it and a, a ham, which was excellent as well. And then your normal breakfast foods. 
one thing I would definitely recommend at breakfast is get the tater tots with the African spices on them. Oh, they were so good. You can go there just for that. They also have a great pastry section for breakfast. So any sort of, you're looking to carb up for your big day at the park. They have everything you'd need there and Krispy Kreme donuts, which my daughter was a big fan of. Now for dinner, I always recommend Boma for breakfast, but there's a different vibe there for dinner and I'm not entirely sure why. It's just not as fun. Now the food is good, but it's not as good as their breakfast foods. At the carving station, they have a pork shoulder, which is just a little bit too chewy. Almost like when you go to a Chinese food place and you get the spare ribs and it's kind of a lower quality pork. That's what it feels like. There was also a sirloin. Now the sirloin was good, but for the price point of like 60 to $70 a person, I kind of want to sit down to like a prime rib. And it just didn't quite hit the mark of what we were hoping for, for that price food for dinner. But definitely go for breakfast and ask for Christian the server. Unbelievable, he'll take care of you guys. I hope I didn't just flood him with a whole bunch of people going in. But like I said, ask for Christian. Uh, awesome guy, he'll take care of you. Tell him Brian sent you from the Disney Addicted Podcast. Uh, like I said, maybe it's a skip for dinner. And talking about dinner, that brings us to Jico. Now, Jico used to be one of our favorite restaurants on property. And I have to say they missed the mark this time. To start out with on their menu, they had a prefixed Lion King menu and only about four other options. Now, when I looked at the menu, I didn't see that it was prefixed and I was really looking forward to getting their ribeye but I only would have been able to get the ribeye if I got the prefix menu. It's just not something I was looking to do. I didn't want a ton of food. We had already eaten at Boma that morning. So that was a little disappointing. Now it was a filet that they did bring me, but I'm trying to come up with the words with it. It was good, but it just didn't wow us. And for that amount of money, you're spending a significant amount of money at Jico. It just didn't hit the mark. Now, I will say my daughter had mac and cheese and they put shrimp on it and she said it was delicious and she did love it. And my wife had, strangely, almost a Mexican-style dish that was wrapped in like a what looked like a grape leaf. And she said, you know what, I, I forget exactly what it was, but it just didn't hit the mark either. Now, I will give them credit. They did have live music and they were playing like what seemed like African kind of folk songs. And that was very entertaining, it was nice but it didn't make up for what seemed like the lower quality of food that what we were paying for. So we all left there kind of saying, eh, it was okay, which is not the feeling you want to get when you've just shelled out a couple hundred dollars for your dinner. So I would recommend skipping Jico. Now, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to hit Sanaa for lunch or get the bread service there this time, but I would recommend Sanaa. Sanaa is more Indian food, while Jico, Bomo, and the Mara are more African-inspired food. So, I mean, that will that gives you an impression of what we liked for food when we were there. It was awesome, amazing for breakfast, but we struck out a couple times for dinner. Now, after dinner, I would recommend you go check out the animals on the savanna. There are some kind of outlook areas that you can go to even if you don't have a savanna view from your room. Especially at sunset, all the animals are active. It's great. We went in the pool a couple times. Excellent pool. There, it was incredibly crowded, which is not Disney's fault. And I will say it was uncomfortably warm because we were there in the middle of the summer. It seemed to you know, go a good 90 degrees when we were in it, which kind of makes you feel like you're bathing in urine with that many kids in there. But hey, 
they can't really control that. I'm not expecting them to cool their pool. Uh, one negative I would give you guys for Animal Kingdom Lodge, and this may be the only negative, you're taking a bus everywhere. It's not just you're walking to one park or taking a boat to another park. You're getting on the bus anywhere you want to go. And by the end of the trip, you do get a little bit of bus fatigue. I would recommend anybody that has any sort of mobility issues or disability, it would be tough loading that bus every single morning. And I mean, you might have to do, if you're taking a break in the middle of the day, that could be loading and unloading that, you know, four times during the day, which could get a little old. But overall, I would say Animal Kingdom Lodge is one of, it's not only our favorite place to stay when we go, but one of the best places to stay, especially with the refurbished rooms. The price point can get a little pricey, but if you hit it at the right time of year, or if you're able to get a discount, you can make it uh, hopefully doable. We were able to get a substantial discount this time, which incredibly helped. So the... You know, we as a family give it two thumbs up and we recommend it to any of you guys that are looking to stay on Walt Disney World property. So that'll do it for this review of Animal Kingdom Lodge. I hope your guys' summer went great. I apologize for kind of the large gap in between, but hey, I, I forgot to tell you guys I was gonna have to do a, you know, a season one and a season two. Uh, just with work schedules and stuff like that, there's certain times of the year I have the opportunity to do it and sometimes I'm not. But this will start off season number two and I do hope you enjoy it. I hope this summer has been filled with a lot of fun and a lot of Disney. And remember, till next time, have a magical day. See you real soon. <laughs>